0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A Montana Senate committee is looking at a bill that would require parental consent for sexual education courses in schools and ban abortion providers from providing such information in schools. Supporters of the bill say it would protect Montana children from being taught a so called progressive agenda in schools. Opponents said the opt in would mean more teen pregnancies and hurt young people who are the victims of sexual violence. Quote, when I was going to school, sex education was mostly about physiology, biology, and anatomy. Sex education is no longer handled that way in our public schools. That's the bill's sponsor, Senator Kerry Smith, the Republican from Billings. A lot more attention, he says, is given to things like feelings, attitudes, relationships. And as society continues to change, we find that norms that deal with sex have changed also. The measure would require parents to sign consent forms or opt in for their child to participate in sexual education activities. Groups that provide abortion services, such as Planned Parenthood, would be barred from providing course materials or instruction related to sexual education in public schools. Jeff Lasloffi The head of the Montana Family Foundation says most parents aren't aware of the materials taught in schools and therefore can't make an informed decision. On the other side, Rosemary Howell, a Helena resident and survivor of sexual abuse, said that proper sexual education without parental involvement could have prevented her own abuse at the hand of her friend's stepfather. The 2019 Montana Youth Risk Behavior Survey, administered by the Office of Public Instruction, found that 40% of Montana high school students have had sexual intercourse. Representative Smith advanced a similar bill in 2013, which was vetoed by then-Governor Steve Bullock. Bullock said at the time the bill would have intruded on the Board of Public Education and local school boards' constitutional authority over schools. The committee is expected to vote on whether to advance the bill to a full hearing in the Senate in the coming days. The proposed sexual education bill comes as Montana lawmakers are seeking to pass restrictions on abortion in the state. The Montana House voted Wednesday to advance a bill that would bar the coverage of abortion procedures by health insurance plans offered through the state exchange. The Republican-backed bill would prohibit coverage except in the case where the mother is endangered or when pregnancies are the result of rape or incest. Representative Robert Farron Olson, the Democrat from Helena, called the bill, quote, yet another attempt to infringe on Montanans' rights to access safe legal abortions. Republicans argued the bill would ensure that tax dollars are never used to cover a procedure that some find reprehensible. The House split 66 to 34, largely along party lines, it's expected to vote for the bill on a third and final time later this week. Then it will go to the Montana Senate. Governor Greg Gianforte is looking to expand his office's powers into the judicial branch of state government. One recently introduced bill would give Gianforte power to directly appoint state district court judges and state Supreme Court judges. Senate Bill 140 is scheduled for a hearing. In the Senate Judiciary Committee on February 9th, it would eliminate the Judicial Nominating Commission, which was established by the Constitutional Convention in 1973. It would give the governor direct appointment powers. The State Bar of Montana is planning to oppose the bill. The 1973 legislature created the Judicial Commission process to depoliticize judicial appointments. The nominating committee is made up of a district judge, two lawyers appointed by the Montana State Supreme Court, and four lay people appointed by the governor. The irony is that Republicans had the minority in 1973 and feared the creation of the Judicial Nominating Commission wouldn't go far enough in assuring a fully independent judiciary. Missoula City Council members will consider going forward with a resolution of support for firearm safety during a public safety and health committee hearing this week. The resolution calls for the council to encourage Missoula schools to allow presentations of the Be Safe curricula developed by the Montana Shooting Sports Foundation. The curricula would be taught to first to third graders. The resolution is also sponsored by council members John Cantos and Jesse Ramos. The Biden administration is delaying another of former President Donald Trump's last-minute rule changes that would have drastically weakened a 100-year-old law protecting most wild birds. U.S. wildlife officials have said the rule would mean more birds die, including those that land in oil pits, or collide with power lines or other structures. Under Trump, the Interior Department sided with industry groups that had long sought to end criminal prosecution for accidental but preventable bird deaths. More than 1,000 species are currently covered under the migratory bird law, and the move to lessen enforcement standards drew a sharp backlash from organizations that advocate on behalf of the 46 million U.S. bird watchers. Industry sources say activities from humans, including oil pits and wind turbines, vehicle strikes and running into buildings, kill an estimated 460 million to 1.4 billion birds annually. There are 7.2 billion birds in North America, according to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. A U.S. federal judge says U.S. officials downplayed climate change impacts and other environmental costs from the expansion of a coal mine near the Montana-Wyoming border. President Joe Biden has promised to make decisions based on the full costs of fossil fuel extraction, including impacts on a warming planet that are felt across society. U.S. District Judge Susan Waters said under former President Donald Trump, officials failed to fully consider how burning the coal will contribute to climate change, that is the social cost of carbon, a concept that places a dollar value on every ton of greenhouse gases produced. She said the Interior Department overemphasized the economic benefits of the two-square-mile expansion of the Spring Creek mine. It would have opened 85 million tons of coal to development. New statistics show that Native Americans are disproportionately affected by COVID-19. The numbers came in a discussion, Disproportionate Impacts on Native Communities. The latest installment in the Mansfield Dialogues, a series organized by the Mansfield Center at the University of Montana. One of the participants is Shelley Fayette, tribal chairwoman of the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Tribes. And while the talk covered many subjects that have arisen since March of 2020, vaccine distribution is the newest hurdle. CSKT told to re- chose, rather, to receive its vaccines through the state rather than through the federal government. Fort Peck, on the other hand, shows the Indian Health Service. Casey Wallet, a councilwoman for the Assiniboine and Sioux tribes of the Fort Peck reservation, is a nurse, a member of Governor Greg Gianforte's COVID-19 task force, and the Billings Area Representatives for the National Indian Health Board. She said the tribe, the Assiniboine and Sioux, had requested 200 vaccines a week there were no deliveries last week and 50 this week. The reservation's death rate stands at 4.5 percent for COVID-19, compared with a national average of 1.7 percent. Montana health officials have reported 313 new COVID-19 cases and the deaths of five more residents. The COVID-19 death toll in Montana is now 1,308. A total of 115 hospitalizations were reported. Total hospitalizations have reached 4,327. Montana has reported 95,111 COVID-19 cases. Of the people infected, 90,402 are considered recovered by the Centers for Disease Control. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 32 states and provinces in 20 countries on six continents. The text of our news is also reported on Facebook, on the J. Scott page, or the KGRTDB webpage. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMR in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.